listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome to Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John. This is Tiny. That's me. And we're here again. Again. Like uh, herpes. We always come back. <laughs> when you least suspect. <laughs> At your most embarrassing moment. <laughs> uh, How's your week been? It's been... It's been stellar. Okay. How, how about yours? Busy. Like, yeah. it's probably not as busy as it feels, but man, it just feels like the work never ends. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are you like having to do yard work and all that too? I did get out on the hedges the other day. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, I, I did a lot of yard work Saturday. Yeah. And then Sunday was, I mean, no, I guess technically no work, but it just, you know, church. Yeah. And family time and getting a nap so I could start my week of midnight. Sure. And then the last two days, it's like as soon as I wake up, gotta hey, go, go, go. Full time dad, we yeah. need you to do this, we need you to do that. So. That's tough when they expect you to be a full time dad. You know? <laughs> know. What was I thinking? Like, I didn't sign kids. up for this. <laughs> no one told me it was going to be like this. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, speaking of which, I plugged our podcast on Facebook today. So, Christy, if you're listening, I was. Absolutely honest when I said it's so bad that it's good. Right. Yeah. So just stick with us. We'll be okay. But yeah, my week was pretty uneventful outside of I had to do yard work on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't enjoy that. That and Jesse, Thomas's girlfriend, hung out at the house all day, which is cool. But finally at like ten o'clock, I was like, Hey y'all, it's ten o'clock. You know, it's when they ordered go home. when they ordered when the pizza got there at nine forty five, I was like, Hey y'all, it's almost ten o'clock. You know, like we're we're not staying up all night. We have to go to church in the morning. I don't know what you Catholics do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to church in the morning, Jesse. And so then I had to tell Thomas, like, look, I wouldn't be in she didn't have to leave right now. I think she thought I was mad. But uh yeah. So, anyways, my Saturday was all right. So, I didn't get to relax. I was thinking about this. I, my favorite content on the internet, this is kind of stemming from our before we got on the air gotcha. conversation, is uh, when people take videos of uh, people dancing and put like rap music over them or whatever. Yes. yes. Absolute gold. That's my favorite <laughs> stuff on the internet. What's the one? Okay, there's hundreds of videos, yeah. but it's like the old the old man dancing, and they put different. Oh yes, I'm sure you've seen the clip. Yeah. I'm talking He's about my clogging. favorite. My favorite one is when they put that to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one because <laughs> then the beat drops sure. and that other guy that jumps guy in, frame. Comes in the side. <laughs> yes, I, I, it is. Uh, I, I don't know how to do that, but I want to learn how. Because. <laughs> I think it would be funny, and I would really just want to amuse myself. Well, I have heard, and look, I, again, I've never done this, yeah. but I remember listening to like a Stuff to Blow Your Mind episode podcast where they were talking about how just the the way videos and music work, mm-hmm. uh, most dances you can sync up right. to whatever, and that's yeah. just like the nature of, of how music works. Well, that's what I think. Yeah, all you got to do is get the beats per minute yeah. to match, you know, that's... What I need is like an app where I can go, okay, here's the <laughs> video. I like. Yeah, here's the video. I like, and here's a Michael McDonald song I want this guy to dance to <laughs> right. or whatever. 
If that's available, if that app's available, I would like for someone to let me know. I don't know if Chat GPT can do it yet, but I bet he'll be able to do it this oh, time yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah. But he Chat GPT may be smart, but he won't have the contextual comedy of knowing a million different like genres of music mm-hmm. that I can do that would be really funny. But at least to me and maybe like five other people. Right. So I need I I, I want this technology. And someone needs to introduce me to it. I realize I could Google search this, <laughs> but what's better than saying it on air and then waiting a week for someone for somebody to, else to do all the work for to you? Possibly give me an answer and show me what to do. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's, I just had to get that out of my brain. Okay. Because I sat down tonight after I ate. I texted you and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. I'm ready to roll whenever." I sat down, Dave was like, well, I don't want you to have to watch The uh, Bachelor. And I was like, just fire it up, girl. I'm going to go record the podcast a little bit. I was like, give me my headphones. I'm going to watch people dancing on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I put my headphones in, started the first video, and you texted and said, ready whenever you are. I was like, dang. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, you want to just watch videos? <laughs> just for the, the podcast. I'll cry. I, I cry laughing at them. It's so funny. <laughs> I, it's a talent to do them and do them well, I think. so. Which I know Facebook is for old people, but I yeah. think there used to be like a page you could follow. There was a dedicated page. Yeah, old man yeah. dancing. And right. every day there was a new post. A new where they were, it was the One same day. guys, but it was a different song. <laughs> yes. The the best at it right now, I think, is Eggs Tyrone. You can follow him on Instagram. <laughs> he does some good ones. All right. Yeah. And there I like him. He makes me laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, shout out to Eggs Tyrone. Maybe you're a listener. His profile says Gump. So maybe he is from Alabama. Okay. You know, I don't know. Greenbow. Yeah, it could be from Greenbow <laughs> or down in uh where was Bubba from? Bobby Labattery. Uh-huh. Something yeah. like that. Or Babinette, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, we got to talk about news. As we do. do. You have other things to say? No, I, I was. I mean, I was going to briefly mention. I think Chat, Chat GPT, as far as I'm aware, he's not good at jokes yet. Yeah, but at some point, he probably will be. And when that happens, that might be when we start yeah. needing to get concerned. I am. I don't. <laughs> I don't believe. Uh, I, I love Jesus, so I don't believe in evolution. Right. <laughs> In fact, I love Jesus. All science is fake. All right. (laughs) That's how much I love Jesus. Except Ken Ham science. (laughs) Yeah. Except except everything at the Ark (laughs) Encounter. The Ark Encounter slash amusement park or whatever it is up there. Uh, Which I found out Boy Scouts can go camp there. Okay. Yeah, huh. so that might be cool. Kind of like the USS Alabama. Yeah, I think I'm actually staying on the art. A bunch of stuffed monkeys and tigers. Well, really only two of each, but yeah. Anyways. Uh, anyways, I want to say, oh, I don't believe in evolution, but if we were to have evolved and had to uh, develop and like evolved into a consciousness, mm-hmm. I think humor would be the last thing that would probably develop, you know? Like all the other processes you would have to learn with consciousness. I have heard like a few different theories on where humor comes from. Yeah. And now maybe it's just because I'm a simple Alabama boy with a C right. with a C sure. average. Right. But none of them make sense to me. Yeah. Like I heard that laughing may have evolved as a way for us to signal to each other that we're not a threat. Right. And I 
I can kind of see that, but not really. Imagine it's not like we're all <laughs> trying to tell the comedian standing on stage, hey, we're not threatening you. Right, yes. <laughs> Imagine a, a, like a thousand Mongols laughing from horseback across a you know tundra from you. <laughs> That's not going to sound cool. You're like, you know, these people are nuts. You know what the Mongols thought was really funny? <laughs> What's that? Chopping off a guy's arms and legs and sure. then putting him in an anthill. Sure. They yeah. thought that was hilarious. Yeah. No, that they sounds were. very threatening to me. Yeah. You know what'll chill those dudes out? Laughing at them. <laughs> yeah, Genghis Khan's coming. Everybody start laughing. Yeah. My theory is, of course, you know, I believe we were created, right? Right. And I think the first thing that man ever laughed at, either one or two things, was someone tripping and falling. That's <laughs> funny, regardless of who you are. If you honestly watch someone trip and fall, it's funny every time. Or somebody farting. <laughs> <laughs> and why? Why yeah. is that? I just think, because both of those things are universally funny. Yeah, but you can't, to me, I don't under. I, I agree with you. Yeah. It's kind of like that, <laughs> that, what is pornography? Right. Can't really define it, but I know it when I see it. Sure. I don't know why that's funny. Right. But I do know it's funny. It makes me laugh every time. It does. Yeah. Right. And, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, maybe those two things were meant to be funny. Hmm. And what if, like, we've grown up, we've known farts our whole life. What if, like, Adam and Eve didn't fart until, like, year 50? <laughs> they just ate the wrong thing. They've been existing, and then one of them rips one, and you're like, where did that come from? <laughs> I think my butt just made a noise. They can do it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Like I said, Christy, so bad it's good. So bad it's good. If anyone out there knows how humor develops, right. like how did that become a thing? Right. What's call, the purpose of Call it? us or email yeah. into the show. I have a question. I think humor is God-given. Like I think love is God-given because neither one of them makes sense evolutionary to me. Right. You know, like that's my take on it. Mm-hmm. Atheists. <laughs> <laughs> you science believers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about news. All right. What you got this week? All right, we're going to talk about uh, a Jurassic insect that's been found. And we're going to talk about the cartels in Arizona and self-repossessing cars. All right, nice. I have a story about the Nintendo Wii U. Okay. I have a story about Funko Pops. But I want to start with this one. Have you watched the Netflix documentary, The Murdaw Murders, yet? I have. Okay. I have. I'm up on the Murdaws. Well, Alex Murdaw, he was found guilty. Right. I believe you were telling me that before yeah, like we started in three recording. hours. Yes. Yeah, they like walked out, got some subway delivered. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we all know this dude did it. Uh, so he's been found guilty, mm-hmm. not only by the court of law, which really matters, but sure. also in the court of public opinion. Right. Well, one of, one of uh, those people <laughs> in the public was uh, O.J. Simpson. He okay. commented on the trial. Well, I mean, you always want to ask an expert, right? <laughs> right? Yes. It's like, you know, when they have the referee in the commentating booth to explain what's going on with the penalties, right? Uh-huh. OJ's been through this before. He's like the uh, the commentator yes. <laughs> on the murder trial. Right. <laughs> this comes from Insider. He took to Twitter Thursday to weigh in on the Alex Murdaugh trial a few hours before a jury unanimously found South Carolina lawyer guilty of murder. 
Simpson, who himself was cleared of the murder trial of his wife and Ron Goldman in 1995, initially said he wouldn't be surprised if Murdaugh beats this case. Okay. Uh, he Murdaugh was found guilty of gunning down his wife Maggie and his son Paul at the family's hunting compound in South Carolina on June 7, 2021. While no direct evidence connects Murdaugh to the crimes, prosecutors pointed out in their closing arguments on Thursday that he admitted to lying to investigators about his whereabouts that night, and he had a motive to kill the pair to cover up his prescription painkiller addiction and financial crimes. That's, well, number one, he was not addicted to pain. Now, he may have been addicted to painkillers, but the amount they said he was buying, mm-hmm. somebody was selling them for him. Right. You know, he was making some cheddar on the side with that. Mm-hmm. Dude had, I, I remember Dieter, because you know, Dieter deals with all that cancer patient and, and high what oxycotton and all that stuff. She was like, he, there's no way he could function. And I told her to ask the oncologist, like, how could he be so fat with a pill addiction? <laughs> right. You know, yes. Like that doesn't make sense to me either. Huh? Like the, the druggy side of me says, this isn't true. Cause he's not skinny or mm-hmm. whatever. And the other side of me or the medical side of data is just like, this physically impossible for him to function on that much. Right. So, He's selling those drugs. That's my theory. Well, while Simpson says in his video that he posted that he's not qualified to say whether the guy did or didn't do it, uh, he believes that Murdaugh is probably guilty. From what I've seen, do I think it's more likely that he did it? Yes, but more likely equals reasonable doubt. It wouldn't surprise me if he beats his case. A whole lot of people are asking me what I think about the Alex Murdaugh (laughs) trial. Who are these people, John? <laughs> Nobody's. <laughs> no one's asking OJ unless they're doing it as a joke. Yeah. Yes. Right. He's like, well, did did he wear glove? <laughs> did it fit? <laughs> yeah. That's a compelling argument. Yeah. Yeah. While Simpson said that he doesn't understand why people think he's an expert on the trial, he did admit he to watching it. He doesn't understand. <laughs> sure, buddy. Sure. Fascinated to see how a habitual liar survived multiple days on the witness stand. Watching his testimony, Simpson said it struck him that the accused killer had a strategy. He was just trying to relate to one or two of those jurors that he was a good old boy. He was one of them, and I'm not sure he didn't succeed in doing that. Hmm. Minutes after the guilty verdict was handed down on Thursday, Simpson posted a second video, which he said, I did it. If I did it, here's how. <laughs> he's, he discussed possible outcomes with a friend. If the verdict comes back tomorrow, he's going to be guilty, he said in the video. If the verdict comes back next week sometime, that means they're probably fighting and there's probably some disagreement on it. Hmm. He then remembered the time when he was incarcerated in the sheriff's jail for his case. He recalled that a lieutenant in the sheriff's office shared that many officers within the department's jailhouse were predicting that he would be sent home after police officers testified in the case against him. I said, well, how can you guys be so sure? They said, when a jury sees somebody is lying, they won't convict, Simpson said, accusing the officers who testified in his case of lying. That's right. That seems to be the case here with Murdaugh. One thing that the jury must have seen is that this guy's a liar, and once the guy's a liar, you can't believe anything he says. That's good advice. Yeah, and then it goes on to talk more about the actual case, but there you go. There's O.J. Simpson's take. What about you? Do you think he did it? Yeah, I, I think he did it. If he didn't do it, he had somebody do it, and he helped, you right. know, like in covering it up or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. 
I don't know if he could pull the trigger or not, but I don't think he's innocent. But, yeah, that's the thing. And I mean, it ain't because he's like rich and ran a county and, you know, whatever, got his son's, uh, you know, whatever, he wrecked his truck on the side of the road and he's drunk or whatever, covered. That happens in every small county. Right. You know, I, that doesn't bother me at all. That's just what you get for your granddad buying the best land a long time ago or whatever. And But he told the police that he had been yeah, away. He right. came home. And he found his wife and his right. son shot dead. When he had been there like 20 minutes earlier. they There was a video from his yeah. son's cell phone where he's not seen on video, but he's talking. Yeah. So he was there 20 minutes before Paul was dead. Right. Here's so, my thing. If you kill them or have them killed, you can stay gone as long as you want to and then come back five hours later and find them dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if he shot him, he could have just been like, well, then, yeah, I left about that time to go visit my papa or whatever at the nursing home or where whatever he was doing that night and then come back way later. It, I think it'd make it harder to determine time of death and all of that. None of this, like you said, I mean, I'm not aware of any direct evidence. Right. Connecting this is him. allegedly, we don't want to get sued. But that said... It bothers me that there's no alternate theory for what happened. You I see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, like his defense is, I, I didn't kill my wife and my son. I, I lied about not being there. Right. But I didn't do it. Yeah. Well, my question as an investigator would have been, well, then what did happen? Yeah. What did you see while you were there? True. You see yeah. what I'm saying? No, that's that's very As true. far as I'm aware, there's been no alternate right. theory whatsoever. So what yeah. is the jury supposed to think? Uh, yeah, you I know? don't know. And just... For you know, we all have faith in our government, right? <laughs> no, but if you would just scale, that's like a mic. That county is like a microcosm for the government everywhere. <laughs> you know, like that's the one thing they ran that county. They did whatever they wanted to. They just got rich off the bounties of it, and just scale that up to the federal government, right? It's not just some good old boys in South Carolina <laughs> doing that. You know, like it's happening everywhere on every level. So. Anyway, the dude's an idiot for not being able to pull this off. Like, number one, leave and leave your phone at your papa's house and then come back and kill him. Go back and get the phone. Come back. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I was just looking at that. I was like, I could probably pull this off. Well, he'd been a prosecutor yeah. before. Yeah, you would think he would so know better. you think he would be better at right. getting away with murder. I wondered why they didn't bring that up more. I mm-hmm. don't know. If, I didn't watch a lot of the trial. But I wondered if that was like, I would have been my first line. This dude knows what gets people put in jail. And, of course, he would not commit all this stuff, you know, if he actually did it. Mm -hmm. He knows your cell phone's tracking your data and all that. He knows uh, that they can log when your screen lights up and everything else. I would have been throwing that at him. It's just the whole thing is so bizarre. Yeah. Like, we haven't even mentioned that he apparently shot himself in the head. Yeah. And then tried to say this other guy did it. Yes. The theory is that he was going to kill that guy that day. Now, this is just like, I read this on the internet. Mm -hmm. That guy's name is Cousin Eddie, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) It said that he called Cousin Eddie to help him or either say, hey, I wanted to make it look like you you know, like somebody killed me or, or was trying to kill me. Right. And then he was going to kill him. Yep. Put he, the family guns on him and go, hey, this dude, clearly the people who killed my family. And apparently Cousin Eddie either was not down with being killed or it just didn't work <laughs> out. I don't know what happened. 
Yeah, that I thought that was a plausible theory. It makes no sense because after he after he tried to accuse the other guy, yeah, of trying to kill him, did when it didn't it come out later that that wasn't the case, and he was like, "Well, I was trying to kill myself and make right. it look like a murder so I could set my older yes. son Buster up, right. with like a huge insurance yeah, right. payment." Yes. Yeah, that's what he said. This dude is sketchy. He's from, that's the new one from thing. Go. He's greasy. Everybody Golly. stay away from him. He's greasy. Well, he's going to jail now. So yeah, he's going to be in jail. And probably I don't know how it works, but I was thinking he's he may have put a lot of people in jail that he's going to be in there with, <laughs> and that's not going to be fun. <laughs> I would think not. Yeah, that's Man. crazy. That that whole that whole documentary is just bizarre because it. It honestly kind of recalled to mind, like it's almost biblical, like the fall of the house of David. Sure, right. You know, where yeah. you know, everything is going great. This is a prominent family. They've right. got money. They've got status. And then it's all just taken away yes. over the course of a few years. Here's the thing, Tiny. I'm I'm a nobody, right? Yeah. I've, I've never been rich or anything. I'm proud of my family name. I'm proud of the people who I've came from. I couldn't imagine ruining like a four generation <laughs> legacy of a family that is like, you know, prominent and wealthy and all that. That's horrible. Yeah. I, I would kill myself for that. Man. I, I don't want to embarrass my father now, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that's life, I guess, you know? I guess so. Well, I guess he's got life. And OJ, I mean, I have the same advice for you as I do for. <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> Just shut up. Yeah. George Zimmerman. <laughs> Just go away, man. Like, yes. You got one. And don't waste this chance. Just be quiet. Keep your head down. Well, let's talk about the cartels. Okay. Okay. Arizona Republican issues statement amid backlash over drug cartel claims. An Arizona lawmaker has issued a statement as she faces significant backlash from Republican colleagues after a witness she brought before a committee made unsubstantiated claims that drug cartels had bribed public officials. Surely that could never happen. (laughs) We saw the Murdoughs in little old (laughs) South Carolina running roughshod over a whole county. Yeah, I keep waiting for the unbelievable part. State Representative Liz Harris issued a brief statement on Monday as Republicans in the state legislature criticized her for bringing Jacqueline Breger uh, before a hearing on election security. Breger made unverified allegations that drug cartels were engaged in paying bribes to public officials in Arizona, including judges and elected officials such as Democratic Governor Kate Hobbs, Katie Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Following, is that the short-haired lady? I don't know. She's the... No, the, the I think you might be thinking of Carrie Lake as okay, the yeah, short-haired lady. She straight. was the... Their name started with a K. She was the MAGA lady. Yeah, right. Who yeah. Was, she, was, she was female Trump. That's what she wanted to be. <laughs> Basically. Right. All the way down to this election was stolen yeah. when she didn't win. It's right. I yeah. want to get my hair as close as I can to his as acceptable <laughs> for a female. Right. You know? It yeah. was weird. Yeah. Uh, following backlash uh, that has included strong criticism from her fellow GOP lawmakers, ha- Harris issued a statement on the messaging app Telegram on Friday. Are people using Telegram? Apparently. Huh. And Do we need to be Earth Oddity number one podcast on Telegram? Telegram appears to be like 
super sketchy too. Oh yeah, but more and more people are using it. I don't know. That CIA probably had to get their hands in there since <laughs> Elon kicked them out of Twitter. Uh, so she issued a statement on Telegram that like twenty people read. Probably it says what was presented at Thursday's hearing was not sufficient to substantiate these extraordinary claims. Our committee's job is to listen to a number of experts and members of the public. And the mere fact that we listen to a presentation does not mean that we endorse or agree with it. So let me skip on down here to where all these allegations really came from, because this is a real story. The unproven bribery allegations reportedly originate from filings in a divorce-related case uh, that were made by John Thaler, who accused his ex-wife and former mother-in-law of being involved in a scheme to bribe public officials and help drug cartels launder money through bogus real estate deals. Harris posted and then deleted a Telegram uh, post that appeared to support Thaler's allegation, according to a report from the Arizona's Republic. The strength of Thaler's investigation is not rooted in theory, equations, or statistical deviations, but rather thousands of documented falsified transactions, Harris wrote on Saturday. Um, State Representative Ben Toma and Senate President Warren Peterson placed blame for Brigger's testimony right on Harris's doorstep. So she's in trouble. The cartel's definitely paying politicians in Arizona. (laughs) I don't know why we hadn't thought about it all, uh, of them doing that. What better way to have a, you know, free entry into the country, essentially? We, We don't have a whole lot of border security, so... Pay off a few politicians here or there. Human. What are they paying them off for? Just to not investigate them? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Like, hey, stay off our back. Right. We're bringing truckloads of humans and drugs through here. <laughs> right. We don't need to get pulled over uh-huh. and all this. We're just going to where we can go with it. We're going to go to Phoenix and then ship it out of the airport or whatever. Yeah. I'm not a smart enough person to know, but it seems like if you had a bogus real estate company. Right. And. It, would there not be like a paper trail for all this stuff? That's what Harris said in her tweet. She deleted. Right. It's like, oh, it's backed up by facts and, mm-hmm. and a paper trail of evidence. And now so, that paper trail is gone. And the cartel will probably make it disappear. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it ought to be in like a, a file cabinet in a courthouse yeah. or yes, somewhere, right. shouldn't it? Put yeah. that in your safe deposit box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you need to do with it. Yeah. I, Somebody I, go look in Joe Biden's garage. <laughs> This dude's wife cheated on him. He's like, I'm going to burn it all down, y'all. <laughs> all of it. Hey, I'm not afraid of the cartel. <laughs> the state of Arizona. Yes. That's a proud man right there. I would do that, too. Well, I I mean, I tell you what. I mean, you're going through a divorce. Yeah, you're already like, just kill me. <laughs> what's that? Yeah. I mean, what, what's the old saying? Like, once a man has nothing to lose. Right. That's yeah. He, a man to be feared or something like well, that. F- this is how I imagine it going down. He figured out his wife was cheating on him. Probably some cartel guy, you know. She probably hit him with the old, well, his penis is bigger than your line. <laughs> and that's when he was like, all right, it's over with. I'm I'm going to burn everything you love down, and I don't care if I die doing it, you know. <laughs> yes. You've already cheated on me and said I have a small penis. Women will play that card on you sometimes. Not Deidre, never on me. <laughs> I mean, I have a penis. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. 
I'm not saying I don't. She's never said anything like that to me, though. I'm self-aware. I own a mirror. I own a mirror and a ruler. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And uh, But it's, I mean, springtime is warming up. This is my time to shine, you know? Winter is not good on the old Johnster. But, okay, back to this guy. Yeah. Like, uh, I wish he would have... Wish he would have got the documents <laughs> and not deleted them off Twitter. Well, we'll see what <laughs> yeah. happens with it. We'll see. Well, if, if well, it maybe, went on maybe the internet, we'll see, and maybe we won't. If it went on the internet, somebody's got a copy of it. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, but yeah, sometimes stuff does disappear off the internet. Sometimes I try to make stuff disappear. Yeah, yeah, but. Our friends that we were talking about before the show, they're pretty quick on the draw to get all that stuff <laughs> and hold on to it offline so and yes. have a backup copy. They're very good to do that stuff. Yeah. Well, we can hope. Um, maybe one day we'll know the real truth. Mm-hmm. I already know. I've been going the cartels for months. I know what's going on down there. <laughs> I know who's funding it. I know what all is <laughs> happening. I know why they're doing it. I know why we won't secure our border. I know all of that. Think about this, Tiny. All president, I don't want to sound like I'm a big Trump fan. All he said was, let's just build a wall down there. Let's tighten it up. Mm -hmm. Every politician in the world came out and was like, you're racist for doing that. (laughs) Right. Right. That that argument doesn't make sense, by the way, but it makes a lot more sense if somebody's greasing your palm with some cash going, we don't need this wall down here making things more difficult. Making our business difficult. Right. Yeah. You know, makes perfect sense. Well, we, back during the pandemic, I remember us talking on this show about Cana- uh, Canada yeah. strengthening their borders yes, because right. COVID was running rampant here. <laughs> we, we were running roughshod. And up no there. one called them racist. No, no. <laughs> but like the thing, like everything Trump was saying was like everything Bill Clinton was saying 25 right. years earlier. Yes. And all it took was a little cartels to rise into power and realize. These jokers are, we can buy every one of them. The mm-hmm. pharmaceutical companies already have done it. So let's do it too. We've got more money than the yeah. pharmaceutical companies. Well, we shut down that border talk real quick. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they have way more money than pharmaceutical companies. But I'm going to talk about a story in the Patreon that may flip the script on the cartel. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, back to my story here. How about we talk about Funko Pops? <laughs> yes. That's the number one way they smuggle drugs in to nerds across, to GameStops across America. How do you think GameStops are staying open? <laughs> I found the news this week to be a little lacking on my it was. end. It was so. a tough one. <laughs> but apparently $30 million worth of Funko Pops are headed to a landfill. Oh, boy. I mean... How could we not have seen this coming <laughs> with just the sheer yeah. volume of Funko Pops that exists? How Here, could this not happen? Here's the thing, Tiny. Those things are plastic. It'll take them, you know, whatever, a million years to degrade. <laughs> yes. And if the Lord tarries, there'll be an archaeologist one day digging and we'll find $30 million worth of Funko Pops and be like, this must be what they worshipped. <laughs> and they'll be right. Yes, right. <laughs> this must have been an important site for it. <laughs> they're gonna be yeah. like, no, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna recognize that it's a landfill. Yeah, more than likely. But they're gonna be like, these people had so many idols that they worshipped. <laughs> That's right. That they threw thirty million thirty million dollars worth of them That's in a right. landfill. Thousands of them over here. They had too many yeah. gods. They and they were like, uh, <laughs> 
they all turned their back on the Funko Pop gods in favor of the Baby Yoda god. <laughs> well, Baby Yoda has a Funko Pop. This is so. when this is when their culture went from polytheistic to monotheistic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I know Baby Yoda's got Funko Pop. They'll be like, this is probably, he was amongst all the other gods. <laughs> yes. Something elevated him. Uh, maybe a D- Disney Plus series. How come we don't have like a Tiny and John Funko Pop? I don't know. Like everybody else I exists. bet you could get one custom made. There we go. I don't know that I would want to see what I'd look like as a <laughs> Funko Pop. I would be scared they would make like uh, my body bigger than my head. <laughs> <laughs> like all the other ones have the huge head right, and little no, body. That would be a big gut sticking yeah. out. All right, back to Funko Pops okay. getting thrown away. The company that makes Funko Pop collectibles is in so much trouble, it is preparing to throw hundreds of thousands of its pop culture-inspired figurines into the garbage. Funko revealed the plans in a recent earnings call filed with so much filled with so much bad news that its stock price fell off a cliff the next day. Inventory at year end totaled 246.4 million, an increase of 48% compared to a year ago, the company wrote in a press release on Wednesday. This includes inventory that the company intends to eliminate in the first half of 2023 to reduce fulfillment costs by managing inventory levels to align with the operating capacity of our distribution center. This is expected to result in a write down in the first half of 2023 of approximately 30 to 36 million. Translation, Funko's warehouses are overflowing with five-inch chibi replicas of Machine Gun Kelly, Spider-Man, Pikachu, and every other vaguely famous cultural icon, and throwing them out will be cheaper than trying to sell them. During a call with investors, CEO Brian Mariotti said in a new distribution center in Arizona was so full that the company has been bleeding cash, renting shipping containers to hold all the excess inventory. Wow. I mean, can they not, I don't know, stick them in cereal boxes? (laughs) Yeah, I would think you would. That would be better than just throwing them away, wouldn't it? Why wouldn't you just go to like Ollie's Bargain Barn and go, here's a, you can get a huge buy for cheap, you know, or whatever. And, Try to unload them to as many retailers as you yeah, can. Yeah, give us twenty bucks. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> you know, we'll send you a case for one hundred and fifty dollars. Well, yeah. you know, whatever you have to do, or I, or a shipping container yeah, for one hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Yes. Well, Funkos not re- recession proof. You know, mm-hmm. they they are not. So <laughs> imagine that. Yes. Imagine when money gets tight, people are like, I can't buy stupid dolls anymore. That <laughs> don't even. That look yeah. like the real thing. They're just goofy looking. Yeah. I think, in, didn't they originate in Japan? I have no idea. In my I, mind, I, Honestly, I have not followed the yeah. whole Funko Pop craze. Me I, either. Now, look, sometimes I'll get caught up in sure. some of this stuff. Yeah. Especially if it's video game related. Okay. But I have, uh, I've, I've from day one, I've never followed the whole you're, Funko Pop craze. You're not a big toy guy. No, I mean, I like toys, but yeah. I'm not into collecting toys. Yeah, right. No, I don't. Adults collect toys. <laughs> I don't know what to think about them. Like, I have some old toys of mine. Yeah. But I don't go out and try to, co- you know, I, ooh, I found a, an original General Lee by, made by my tail or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I got one. Not to brag. <laughs> you think I'm not going to have an original General Lee, you know? 
I mean, I can maybe kind of understand the people who are like really into it. Yeah. And at, it's almost like Antiques Roadshow for sure. them. Like you find that one that's super right. rare. And I know it's and fun then you money. Flip it. Yeah. I know people who collect patches. All mm-hmm. right. Nothing lamer than that. <laughs> you know, I collect. Except and, Funko Pops. I collect and trade Boy Scout patches, you know. But there's a lot of money in them, and they're great at it, and they love it. And mm-hmm. I don't hate. I'm not hating on them for it. You yeah. know, I'm just saying the concept of let's trade Boy Scout patches and sell and buy them is weird. You know, if you don't know about that, so maybe the Funko Pop people are like, they know something we don't know about it. I think mine and my dad's baseball card collection kind of soured me on collectibles yeah. for forever. Just keep holding on to them. <laughs> One day, one day it'll all, it'll all cycle around. You know, it seems like we never know yeah. what future generations are going to consider valuable. Right. Because I don't know if you know this, but have you like at any point back in going back to video games, like for whatever reason, old school video game stuff is like not all of it, but some of it is like super valuable. Right. Now. Yes. And I never would have thought that was the case, especially we live in a day and age where if you want to play a Nintendo game, it is a 30-second download away. Yeah. An emulator and a ROM, and you can play anything you want to play. Yeah. But people, for whatever reason, it, it don't make sense to me, but people want to have that original hardware. They want to get yeah. this crazy adapter that they had to buy off eBay and plug it into their TV, or went and bought like a CR TV that yeah. nobody else wanted. Right. And then they want to plug it up and they want to jam that cartridge into a console and then play on that little AV yeah. gamepad. But for me, I'm fine with playing a ROM. And I would have thought that most people that would have been the case, but there's a huge right. community of people out there that want the original thing. You know who loves playing emulators? Who's that? Billy Mitchell. <laughs> burn. I got him. <laughs> We're going to get sued. Somebody called the burn unit. <laughs> Billy Mitchell's getting roasted That's over right. here. Shout out, Steve Weeby. I'll have your back for forever, buddy. I'll never let this fight die, buddy. Somebody clip this and send it to Steve. Just to know I'm still on his side. Yeah, I, I don't know. People collect weird stuff. They do. I collect some weird stuff, too. Everybody does, so whatever. You know, like there'll be a guy with a rock collection. He's like, I just like rocks. You're like, okay. <laughs> my so, son. Yeah. No, I like rocks, too. Dude, yeah. my son, he is... Every single day, if we go outside to play, he's going to be picking up rocks. Yeah. And he'll he'll have a little pile on the tailgate of the sure. truck. And when we go inside, he's got to get them. And I think that we've got, I don't know, two or three cups of nothing but rocks, rocks that he's picked up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's going to be a geologist. Maybe. Shout out to my buddy, Paul. That's what he is. <laughs> I can introduce him, you know. All right. Let's talk about... A giant flying bug found at an Arkansas Walmart turns out to be a super rare Jurassic era insect. Hmm. Wow, this is weird. The dateline on this is March 1st, 2023. It's a, the article starts out, a 2012 trip to Fayetteville, Arkansas Walmart to pick up some milk turned out to be one for the history books. <laughs> Did it take them that long to figure uh, to out? Probably to identify it, maybe. <laughs> a giant bug that stopped a scientist in his tracks as he walked into the store and ended up taking home turned out to be a rare Jurassic-era flying insect. Michael Savarka, director of Penn State's University Insect ID Lab, found the mysterious bug 
an experience that he remembers vividly. I was walking into Walmart to get milk, and I saw this huge insect on the side of the building, he said in a press release. I thought it looked interesting, so I put it in my hand, and I did the rest of my shopping with it in between my fingers. I got home, mounted it. Sounds dirty, but it's not. (laughs) How big is this insect? (laughs) And promptly forgot about it for almost a decade. So he was just like, I, I like bugs. This is a cool looking bug. This dude collects bugs. <laughs> was this Screech from Saved by the Bell? <laughs> Slovarka originally thought, I'm, I'm butchering his name, by the way, the bug he had plucked from Walmart's exterior was an ant lion. These bugs, according to the Missouri Department of Conservation, look like fragile drab damselflies with an elongated body four intricately veined wings molted with brown and black and clubbed or curved antennae as long as uh, the combined head and thorax. But in the fall of 2020, when he was teaching an online course on the on insect biodiversity, uh, Skavarkla was showing students the bug and suddenly realized it wasn't what he originally thought. He and his students then figured out what it might be live on a Zoom call. Um, we were watching what Dr. Slavarka saw under his microscope, and he's talking about features and then just kind of stops. One of his students, Cody Mathis, said, we all realized together that the insect was not what it was labeled and was, in fact, a super rare giant lacewing. A clear indicator of this uh, indication was the bug's wingspan. It was about 50 millimeters or nearly two inches and a span that the team said made it clear the insect was not an antline. Savarkla then worked with the team to conduct a molecular analysis of the bug. In November, his research on the specimen was published, and giant lace wings were once found across the entire continent, but by the 1950s, the insect had been destroyed in the eastern part of North America. Their disappearance is largely shrouded in mystery, with some theorizing that it may have been disa- that it may have disappeared because of increasing light pollution, new predators, and potentially even there being new earthworms introduced into the environment that changed the soil's composition. So, anyways, it could have been a hundred years since it was uh, even in the area in Arkansas. It says, and it's uh, been years since it's been spotted anywhere near it. The closest place they've been found was 1,200 miles away, so very unlikely it would have traveled that far. But a finding like this really highlights the even run-of-the-mill situation that there are a tremendous number of discoveries to make about insects. Hmm. So here's a picture of it. Okay. Looks just like a dragonfly. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking I've seen that bug before, (laughs) like a million times at Walmart, (laughs) in Walmart. And yeah. it's a Jurassic era bug that's still alive. That's still alive. Huh. And has Ken Ham's right. <laughs> Dinosaurs never went anywhere. <laughs> They're right. among us today. They uh the uh apparently its habitat has shrunk so much. And this was like way well, 1,200 miles away from where probably the last stand of it is, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. And if you're going to find an unusual insect anywhere, Walmart would probably be the place to find <laughs> Right. It. Yeah. Yeah. I would shout out to Todd. Arkansas is a beautiful state. It has very uh, great wildlife and outdoors. So if anything, not the variety there, that we have. No, but, no, but, but not right. respectable. But I, I honestly, 
I actually talked with a friend about this week. If I was going to move anywhere, I, it would probably be Arkansas, just because you get a little more of the four seasons than you do here. Mm-hmm. And, but it's beautiful. The Ozarks are beautiful. Uh, White River, all that area is beautiful. I've only been there a couple of times outside of traveling through it, and it's it's nice. I like it. Hmm. So, anyways, it's not a funny story. It's just an interesting story. Yeah, we don't have to be funny all the time. <laughs> I suppose no. not. No, we're we're not most of the time. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here desperately trying to come up with some trying to think of a bug funny. joke. Yeah. No, it's just interesting. <laughs> you know how pumped I am on on endangered <laughs> stuff. Yes. We got a lot of them here in Alabama. There's only a hundred Alabama cave fish left, I think. So mm-hmm. check on that. And we don't know precisely how they breed right. so we can't just breed more yes did i talk about that last week already you, we've talked about it yeah. i don't know if it was yeah, on the show i'll give me on the red hill salamander <laughs> <laughs> or the vermilion darter don't get me on all of that all right well john uh I, I warned the audience i thought news this week was a little sparse sure so for my last story we're going to talk about the nintendo wii u okay now this is not to be confused with the wii it's the Wii Which U. was super successful. That's what I thought it was. In fact, you probably have two of them at your house and one at your grandma's because <laughs> they sold millions of them. They were fun. They were a lot of fun. And a lot of people who didn't even play video games yeah. would still get the Wii and just play like the Wii Sports pack-in mm-hmm. with it, the boxing right. and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. The Wii U was the successor console that was an abysmal failure. Okay. And apparently, this uh, this comes from xputer.com, there may be a bug in the Nintendo Wii U that can brick it just for not using it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you got one, you better be playing it. Yeah, I know. If it's like a car. If, <laughs> if you don't run it, if you don't crank it every once in a while. If you'll excuse gonna... me, I need to go boot ours up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the Nintendo Wii U had its fair share of impediments that have plagued the alluring system. A Neo GAF thread by the user Cerezia notes that not using the console for long periods of time can lead to it being entirely corrupted. In other words, it can become unusable due to lingering memory system errors. He notes that their friends Wii U had stopped working when they tried to use it after keeping it in a secure box for many years. To clarify, the console was not hacked or modded in any way. The dreaded memory error 160-0103 occurs on the gamepad, which is known to be a near which is known to be nearly a death sentence for the console by current users. Oh boy. Which uh, for those who aren't familiar, the Wii U, the controller it came with was kind of like a little tablet. It had okay. like a screen in it. Okay. Uh Anyway, it is a NAND corruption issue, which means that the Wii U is bricked because of it. Because of it, unless a backup was saved through SoftMod, attempts to factory reset the console would not resolve that issue either. A NAND backup could save the console, but it would be a very thorny process without any official support. Now, a single failure would not hold any weight, but Nintendo Wii U is chock full of similar reports across many forums, such as Reddit and others on the web. On the web. A NAND corruption and the aforesaid memory errors happen quite often for the current users, seemingly out of nowhere when the console is used after many years of dormancy. The Wii U of the Reddit user, John25601600, (laughs) go say hi. (laughs) Great name. (laughs) Also met a similar fate 
ending up fully bricked after not being used for five plus years. As noted above, which well, the quote here is, quote, my Wii U has been sitting unused for five plus years. I decided to get it out the other day, but upon startup, I get a black screen with a 160-0103 error code suggesting a system memory failure. Uh, it is impossible to resolve the issue unless the NAM was backed up beforehand. Every complaint found online seemingly ended with the Wii U meeting its demise and no user could recover from the dreaded memory system errors. Uh, dreaded. And it just goes through several different forum posts. Uh, the official instructions by Nintendo UK have sadly not worked for any of the reported complaints online. Things are much more challenging for the Stellar platform now that Nintendo does not officially repair it in case of any physical or software errors that occur to the gamers still using it. Nintendo Wii U appears destined for a slow, quiet death without being used for a while. The only practical solution for now is to power on the little giant once in a while to ensure a system memory error does not occur in the future. It is hoped a more practical solution will be discovered, but that is very unlikely due to its age. I would disagree. I mean, I don't know, but there's a big enough community of gamers online. I think they would probably figure something out. Yeah, I would think so, too. Yes. Don't ever underestimate the power of nerds. (laughs) No. Right? They'll figure (laughs) it out. Nintendo Wii U has aged like a fine cheese, but its lengthy list of issues has haunted the system since its inception. The lifetime of the Nintendo Wii U is expected to take another significant hit when the 3DS and the Wii U eShops officially shut down in March of this year, leaving the current loyal users of the nostalgic system to fizzle out further. Hmm. So, if you have a Wii U, you might want to go, yeah, go boot it up occasionally. Yeah. Get around a Mario Kart in. <laughs> I was actually a big fan of the Wii U system. I don't know... I'm not exactly sure why it was a failure, but uh, we had a blast with ours. Yeah. Especially once I hacked it, <laughs> installed emulators. And, oh, yeah. Like, you know. You got a hot rodded one. <laughs> I got a, a 500 gigabyte drive plugged into the back with like tons of games on it. I don't even know what a gigabyte is. <laughs> you know, like I got hear people talk about megabytes and kilobytes and giga. I'm just like, I don't know what any of that is. Yeah, I could go to the computer shop and whatever the smallest byte is, I could be like, this computer has 450 of it. And I'd be like, awesome, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, this article, speaking of bytes, uh, comes from The Byte. Okay. Actually, it's futurism.com, but it's Byte is the name of the column. All right. Ford files deranged patent for self-driving cars that repossess themselves. Deranged? I, I find that to be an interesting yeah, adjective. To this be is somebody there. who's behind on their car payment writing this article. <laughs> <laughs> In the future, if you ever fall behind on your payments for your ridiculously overpriced car, did nobody make you buy it? <laughs> Dude, you ain't got to buy that car. I see $1,500 cars for sale on Facebook all the time. <laughs> yes. All the time. Go to the store, go to the grocery store and pick you up an auto trader. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dude, acting like he's been forced into a finance contract. <laughs> um, it may not be the repo men that come, come a knocking. Instead, your set of wheels may simply drive itself back to the dealership. And yes, believe it or not, 
That's the gist of an actual patent filed by Ford, first spotted by our colleagues at The Drive. Initially submitted in 2021, the patent titled Systems and Methods to Repossess a Vehicle was published last week by the U.S. Patent Office. While not approved yet, the system described in the patent is about as deranged as it sounds. Ford envisions it being capable of outright disabling different functions in your vehicle Dispensing a increase, oh, dispensed as increasing tiers of forewarning punishments. First, it could nix your power windows and lock you out of parts of your infotainment system. I kind of like that. Hey, that's a 30 day. You're one, one month behind. Now you can't Bluetooth connect or roll your windows down. That uh, would uh, compel me to make a payment. Yeah, right. Immediately. Yeah, I got to save some money. Uh, if that still doesn't get your attention, you'll next lose your air conditioning. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. that'll do it. <laughs> and the ability to automatically lock and unlock doors. That's the only. That's only the tip of how obnoxious it can get, though. Ford can make your car blare an incessant and unpleasant sound every time you enter it, and eventually lock you out entirely. Could they make it play Baby Shark on repeat? Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Don't worry, that's all just the prelude to the coup de grace. If your car has autonomous driving capabilities, Ford's system could drive your car away to a different location without even informing you to avoid confronting the repo man. Uh, But it could even do away with the repo man entirely and drive itself directly to the repo agency or any other predetermined location. When the people behind on their notes figure out where that car lot's at, it's going to be trouble. <laughs> They're going to go in there slashing tires. Uh, and for some true humiliation, the car could even drive straight to the junkyard to be scrapped if the repossessing entity thinks it costs more to repo than what it would sell for. Jerks. That's how he ends up. Yeah. So, anyways, I love this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing. I mean... They already have some of this. Is there anything to say but just, hey, pay your bill? Yeah. If you can't afford the car, don't get the car. Right. Otherwise, pay your bill. And if you're going through a hard time, reach out to the whoever you owe money to and Mm -hmm. go, what can I do? You know, I can't make a full payment. Let me make a partial payment. Is that a possibility? Is there, can you work with me? Can I pay $50 a week uh, for the next two months to get caught up or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? Don't go to hiding. Then that's how you get repossessed. Mm-hmm. If you're communicating with them, they'll they'll work with you. Back when I was a single man and had plenty of money, mm-hmm. I went and got a new truck. Sure, and you know, but I could afford it, right? And I made all my payments, right? And I would also like to point out that I was in my early twenties. Sure, <laughs> since I've become an old man, yeah, pay cash. Yeah, I have never. <laughs> I'm 46 years old, so I've been driving 30 years. I've never owned a new car. Mm-hmm. I've only owned two cars that had less than 100,000 miles on them when I got them. Right. I got it. I have the company truck, which I do not own, and I'm extremely thankful for. It had 88,000 when I got it. So that's three that mm-hmm. I've ever driven. Most of them over 10 years old. Doesn't matter to me. A car is not going to help me be cool in any way. I could drive the coolest car in the world. I still look like a dork. You know, I just need to get to where I'm going. But yeah, here's the deal. Uh, Only adults can sign contracts. 
And some adults make bad decisions. And if you don't pay your bill, you're hurting somebody else. Mm-hmm. I realize you have a need for a car, but the person who sold you that car is expecting payments on it. They need that money too because they have a family to support. They have employees oh, but John, to support. That's Ford. They don't need that money. No, it ain't Ford. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, there a lot of people's attitude is, yeah. you know, screw Ford. They got plenty of money. I would bet the repo rate for like a Ford dealership is very low compared to like you know, uh, AutoMax or a secondary seller, right? A buy here, pay here lot. Those yeah. are the small businesses that are going to be using this technology <laughs> more than likely. To get their vehicle back. Yeah, because they need that money, you know? And people act like it doesn't matter. <laughs> but what about all the poor repo men who are going to be out of a job? <laughs> well, they will. Here's what would happen is they will learn how to use this system and then be like, I'm the guy who runs the repo that just gets them. I go collect the cars, bring them back to where you, you and mm-hmm. all that. You know, they'll they'll work their way in. If they're good, they'll find other stuff to do for them. Repo guys are valuable, mm-hmm. you know. They, I've watched Lizard Lick. <laughs> All that's fake, by the way, I think. But yeah, that's uh, anyways, I haven't paid all of my bills in my life. I admit it. There are times where things have been tough, especially as a younger man. I didn't even realize the importance of it. But my guess is you wouldn't get mad at the company, yeah, for, for getting their property no. back. No. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, like, all right, that's what I get. I didn't pay my bill. (laughs) Yeah, you got me. I deserve it. You got me. (laughs) I was listening to something this week, and a guy was talking about, like, you know, he's like a credit card company used to call me and, you know, like, bless me out for not paying the bill. And I was like, dude, I'm 23. My mama told me this will be off my credit in seven years. I'm not even... (laughs) I'm not even looking to buy anything till I'm in my thirties. <laughs> like I will never pay you. That's that's uh that's probably was closer to my attitude when I was that age too. <laughs> no, anyways, huh. I'm down with repossessing cars remotely. I think it's a great idea. And that dude who wrote it sounds like he doesn't like to pay his bill. <laughs> Sounds Which, like he just expects I mean, to get what he do. wants for none, free. None of us like to yeah. pay our bills, okay? Yeah. But I'm not going to like get mad right. <laughs> at someone who's, who's trying to just get what's rightfully theirs. I'm a capitalist. I, I love the ability to make money. Mm-hmm. But this whole system is process it the whole from the top down is all based on everybody making their payments. Right. <laughs> right. The, everything here is. You got to make your payments. You got to, the government has to pay its note on time. I have to pay my notes on time. The person who buys a lot down at Dunn's auto sale needs to pay their note on time or it's all going to collapse. <laughs> it will collapse really fast. So. Will it though? Yeah. I mean, it will for us, but when the government yeah. needs to pay their note, they just print up more money. Yeah. Well, I, I or issue more bonds or to investors. Our government goes, what y'all going to do about it? We have military bases and assets all over the globe. If y'all want to fight about it, we'll fight about it. <laughs> I want to get to that point. But we're just like, look, y'all, we're done. We're not paying anything else. If y'all want to fight about it, let's fight about it. And, you know, if you're feeling froggy, let's jump. <laughs> <laughs> we've given you more back in world peace for the last, you know, a hundred years outside of the wars we created and we're in. 
<laughs> Other than those, y'all have lived a very comfortable life off of our teat. And now we're not paying y'all back. We're done. If you want to fight about it, holler at me. That's why I'll never get elected president. <laughs> I would erase the national debt. Let's talk about somebody who always pays their bills because he's independently wealthy, and that's Brandon White and Cajun Curl. We want to thank them for all of their support. That We're talking about world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Bunda Spice. Check them out at their website, CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there on the website. Can Cajun Curl Spice repossess itself? I don't know. It's just not paid for in full. Maybe. There was a time we used to give away Cajun Curl, and it got so valuable that we couldn't give it away anymore. The people were clamoring for it, and we had to put the clamps down. Uh, created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, excuse me, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. That's my chicken wings that I put Cajun Curl on tonight. <laughs> Give me a little indigestion. Sorry about that. Uh, on the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the spice. You'll also find recipes on there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. I'm talking to you, New Zealand listeners. <laughs> We're huge. Number one podcast in New Zealand. People forget. Well, according to the data I've seen. Let's get Cajun Curl in New Zealand. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. That's right. All right, John, we didn't get any emails or phone calls this week, but we did get a few questions. Okay. So, uh, also, just real quick... My bad, <laughs> but name of the sub-channel has been changed now back to questions, questions, questions. Okay. So, sorry I didn't get on that sooner. Are these still questions for Elijah? Uh, you know what? I got a huge list of those, but we had already recorded okay. with him. I'll say I could answer them as I if I were him. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We like to ask John questions as if he were my firstborn son, Elijah, (laughs) on this show. And if you would like to ask uh, John, if you would like to ask Eli questions via John, you can head on over to our Discord server, link in the show notes. Sure. And head to the questions, questions, questions sub channel. Right. First question comes from the driver. This is to Eli via John. What superpower would you most want to have? Fly. Be able to fly. (laughs) Fly. Yeah. All right. Would you rather ride in a hot air balloon or a helicopter? Helicopter. <laughs> That's easy. Yes. All day long. <laughs> a balloon goes where the wind wishes. Yeah, right. And then eventually Biden shoots you down. Sure. People forget <laughs> I rode in a Blackhawk one time with the United States military. I didn't forget. Yes. I will never forget it. Thank you, Shane Spiller, for that opportunity. My sugar daddy. Would you rather create a famous piece of art or invent a famous invention? 
famous piece of art? Uh, I would go with invention. You think Eli would say invention? Uh, probably. Oh, or I, I would pick art all day. <laughs> but long. I will say that uh, the Longs seem to me to be a much more artistic oh, yeah. family. Oh, yeah, we're we're a little we're a little artist artist. Yeah. Whereas the Sullivans are really neither one, <laughs> but would probably lean slightly more to the gadget. You know side. what I would create? What's that? A better statue of Nick Saban. <laughs> I still think about him seeing that thing. You're not setting your sights very high, are you? I still think about him seeing that thing and having to be like, oh, yeah, no, it's great. No, I really like, you really captured me there. Yeah, Yeah, buddy. And then I got a car. He was probably like, I told you, Terry, we shouldn't have got a student to do this. We should have hired a professional. Is his head's too big? Yeah. Right. Why? I don't know. But you know, every time he walks by in the Walk of Champs, he's like, that thing's going to be there for forever. (laughs) It'll be there for forever. (laughs) It will be. (laughs) Oh, man. Until one day in the future when future generations decide that he was like a racist or a pedo or something. (laughs) A bunch of A groomer. (laughs) And they go tear it down. A bunch of Auburn fans come up and topple him over like the Saddam (laughs) statue. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Would you rather win a gold medal at the Olympics or be a famous singer? Famous singer? Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Much more money in that, too. <laughs> it's not really a whole lot of money in the yeah. Olympics. How they drug test you in the Olympics? You don't get that when you're a singer. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can you imagine how many people would be losing their Grammys <laughs> sure. if there was like a drug test? Like a USADA drug test? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather be a celebrity or a doctor? Ooh. A doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I would probably, well, maybe I would take doctor too, because doctors aren't put under the microscope the right. way celebrities are. Yes. I mean, you're going to get a malpractice suit here and there, but you got insurance for that. And, and the, a whole country's not going to hate you for yeah, one malpractice right. suit. So I think everybody, if you're a competent doctor, everybody likes you. Yeah. You know, and you make a great living, I think. Whereas and, if you're a celebrity, yeah. You're basically just a mouthpiece right. for whatever people want yeah. you to say. And you got to join the Illuminati. You got to eat a baby. <laughs> yes. You don't have to do that if you're a doctor. And you can't dare ever say what you really think about something. <laughs> yes. Because right. all that's going to affect yeah. how your career your, is. Your bottom line. Yeah, right. exactly. That's why I'll never be famous. I can't <laughs> shut up long enough to get out of my own way. Would you rather design a video game or design a tall building? Ooh, tall building. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather be a doctor for people or a veterinarian? Doctor for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depends on what kind of doctor. <laughs> Proctologist probably wouldn't be the ideal one. Yeah. Would you rather be a scuba diver or an airplane pilot? Scuba diver. Scuba diver seems like it would be more fun. Yeah. An airplane pilot seems like it would be more useful. Yes. Yeah. No, you get a lot more mile. No joke. No pun intended. A lot more mileage out of being an airline, yes. airplane pilot. Yeah. Would you rather live in a zoo or in an aquarium? Zoo. <laughs> Since I can't breathe in the water, right. I would pick yes. zoo as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> would you rather live on a farm or in a fancy building in a city? Farm. A farm all yeah. the way. Right. Absolutely. I don't even want any concrete in my hometown. <laughs> That's what Leonard Skinner said. Yeah. All right. Next question comes from Nicole, and this is for John and Tiny both. Okay. Uh, have you ever had Kahlua or is that a Tapatio hot sauce? Is that how you say that? 
I'm envisioning the is I the label. I've had Kahlua liquor, <laughs> but yes, I don't know about a hot sauce named Kahlua, but I know about Tap Tapatito or whatever. And maybe it's Chow C H O L U L A. Oh Chow no, I don't think I've ever had it. Okay, yeah. Uh, those two, along with Tabasco, are generally the ones on the table around here. She lives in California. Right. She now, says that she prefers Chowlua. Side note, I agree with John about sriracha being delicious. It is. I'm not sure I've ever had sriracha sauce. Oh, it's good. You would like it. Okay. It's uh, try it. It's spicy, but it's got like a, I don't know, it's just got like a, a it's almost sweet in a way to me. Hmm. But yeah, I like okay. it. It's got a good flavor to it, which is what I like in a hot sauce. I don't want to cry while I'm eating food. <laughs> Some people do. I don't want that. Yeah. Just want a little little spice, a little flavor to it. A few tears. Yeah. But the Tapatio <laughs> or whatever it is, it's in the Mexican restaurant in Reform, Alabama. Okay. I have used okay. it before. Yeah. Because hmm. it's got like a little little wooden or cork top on it or something. Yeah. You know, and the guy with a big sombrero on the front. Okay. Isn't that the right one? I'm thinking of like the lady and like she's got oh, like I, the the <laughs> I don't want to say turban, <laughs> but you know <laughs> I said January sixth coming out in you. <laughs> she's got her hair up and then like a a, a bun or like a, a what do they call that thing a serape. That is that what it's called? Okay. I don't know if that's the right thing. I know do rag isn't the right terminology. No. Yeah, <laughs> no, but uh, I don't think Serape is right either. Okay, but I don't, like an Erica Badu situation. Do okay. you know who that is? <laughs> no. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm know. thinking Aunt Jamama if she had like a big old piece <laughs> of cloth over her hair. Yeah. Yeah, do rag, but a big one, a big do rag, <laughs> a big old do rag, <laughs> big old do rag. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, white guys and do rags are they're a problem usually. Is if that you, a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. They don't use like you know like uh, our African American brothers normally their do rags are are like uh, a very silky looking thing because yeah. they're like getting their waves going mm -hmm. or whatever. A white guy, he'll just take a bandana and tie it around his head. Well, you're talking about Kai. <laughs> will yeah, they're always a problem. <laughs> Every one of them is always a problem. If you see one, get out of the way. They're yeah, always a problem. Yeah, that's the thing, because I was thinking, not that's not a do-rag. That's a, that's a bandana. Yeah, it's just a bandana. Yeah. But they wear it like a do-rag. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I think do rag is spelled D O O rag. I always uh, assumed it was D E W rag. It's like do and keeping it off of your hair, keeping sweat out of your eyes and stuff. Coming when up. I was thirteen, I went through a phase where I wore bandanas. I think like that. I think every Did teenager, you? absolutely. Okay, I, there's a picture on my Instagram of me with a do rag on. I was a problem. Got a beer in one hand. <laughs> Got a beer in one hand. Yeah, I, I went through my, a do rag phase. I had my Harley Davidson ride oh. to live, live to ride. I was a little later. <laughs> I was a little later on than you too. I was probably in my early twenties. Oh, okay. When I hit my do rag phase, yeah. it was. I, I thought I pulled it off pretty good, and then I started. I realized that my fellow do, do Caucasian do-rag cohorts are a problem, and I don't want to be identified with them. Yeah. But I was straight bandana. I never had, like, a rebel flag. You see a white guy in a rebel flag do-rag, you better watch out. He's he's up to something. He's still in a catalytic environment. He might be tweaking Maybe. as you watch him. Just keep your eye on him. <laughs> yes. Locky vehicle. Dude, what if we had a politician that wore do-rag? Fetterman, bandanas? we almost had. Fetterman's still sick, you know? 
Okay, look, I don't know if this is true, but some people have been saying that he may be in a coma. I, I, think, I don't know if that's just internet speak right. or if that's real. Well, it's hard to keep Frankenstein alive. <laughs> a ton of maintenance to it, right? <laughs> we haven't had any lightning recently. <laughs> but yes, Fetterman was almost our do-rag king. Yeah. yeah he was awesome. I, I hate that he's not there. If there could have been, like, <laughs> if when he was... In his, I don't know. Whenever when did he get in politics? When he was in like his 30s, last maybe? year, maybe last year. <laughs> That's the first time I ever heard of him. He's thinking about running for office, and he's standing there in like a truck stop. Sure, and it's like Carhartt, Harley Davidson, bandana. <laughs> Carhartt, Harley Davidson, bandana. What if he was just like both? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted both. He probably didn't have the money then, you know. But now yeah. he's in office, he can get him a Harley Davidson do rag. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, last question comes from Phil <laughs> Zoot. All of that from hot sauce. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, last question for John. Was Greener a 7-Up bottle or a stoplight and why? What's Greener? Well, how do you measure green net? You know, like one. Yeah. Like, is Kelly green any more green than Hunter's green? They're just different shades of green, right? Mm -hmm. Having said that, stoplight. <laughs> it's illuminated, right? Right. It's illuminated. But, yeah, I don't I don't agree with the premise of the question. Right. Let's let all greens be the green they should be. Mm -hmm. No green's better than any other green. And green's my favorite color, by the way. I like, like green myself. Yeah, it's my, that's my favorite. Followed by blue, just in case anybody's looking to pick me out, any shirts or anything <laughs> like that. All right, John. Well, that'll do it for questions. But before we end this free show, we need to thank our patrons. We thank each and every one of you so much. We would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those fine individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Todd Glover, Tyler Bond, and Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Seriously, thank you guys so much for That's everything right. you do, for supporting us. And if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have a few tiers, but $5 gets you the extended show. Everything you need. That's like a whole nother show after this one. Speaking of extensions, what we got coming up the extension today? I am going to talk about how two drug companies have been allowed to legally sell cocaine, heroin, and MDMA. All right. Uh, I am going to talk about a Virginia woman who was shot in the leg after she attacked her victim with a frying pan. That'll happen. So <laughs> That'll happen. You got anything else before we end this free show? No, that's it. Uh, I just hope everybody has a wonderful week. I don't know when we'll record the next podcast as I'm going to Hawaii. That's right. If anyone would like to rob me blind. <laughs> all I ask is that you leave my good Stratocaster. You could take all the amps, anything else. That's the only thing I really want. That in my picture of my brother. Everything else is fair game. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. So, when I get back, if I get back, could always die in a plane crash. We'll record another episode. Nice. Yeah. You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. 
If you would like to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. You can check out our show art that is over on Instagram, underscore earthoddity on Instagram. Excellent show art this week. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I'll send your compliments along to OpenAI. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we have a Discord server link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? 662-493-2059. Uh, 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Welcome, patrons, to Earth Oddity Extended. So glad to have you here. We've got some extra stories to talk about. But first, <laughs> what was the virus a lab leak?